Kyle, were you done uh, expressing your Weird Al stuff? I'm done <laughs> expressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four, three, two, <laughs> the one is silent. I, Go. Know. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> Welcome to Pit Warning. Uh, my name is Wesley Decker. With me, as always, is Justin Davidson. Hello. Nate Rippy. Howdy. And Kyle Vaughn. Hello, hello. All, all right. Goodness. Cover songs. This month's topic. Uh, yeah, this one was simultaneously easy and hard. Uh, easy in that there are a zillion fucking cover songs out there. And hard because, uh, at least for me anyways, it was difficult to sort of narrow it down to ones that I thought uh, uh, cut the mustard. My criteria, by the by, mm-hmm. for this one uh, isn't necessarily like the cover song to end all cover songs. Um you know, I guess to a certain extent, we could have just all picked like fucking Nirvana unplugged covering David Bowie and a bunch of other stuff. Well, and... see you later. Yep. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> and called it a night. Um, uh, for me personally, these are just all ones that uh, resonated within my life and uh, had had some staying power. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my criteria. Well, what do you? I guess what 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 would it be about a cover song that stands out to you that because yeah. there's so many cover songs, but like what like for me personally, I like a cover song that's going to be a little bit different than the original, and somebody takes their own artistic initiative and and makes it their own and puts their own special twang on it. Mm. Like a like somebody takes like a moody gothy cure song and maybe overlays a bit of uh you know southern california rastafari yeah perhaps like that type of thing maybe but 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 there's also like there's there's different deal breakers for me also like like i don't think that i feel like every netflix and hbo like special or like like movie like the trailer oh always had. Don't like, get me started on this video games. Like, God, video like, games. Like, I hate it. Video games, video games. Is, yeah. yeah, like a video game trailer. It's like okay, so here's this song that everybody knows, and I'm gonna sing it really quiet with very sparse, sparse instruments, and it's gonna be slowed down, and it's gonna like everybody's gonna be like, oh, this cover is so great. I'm like, all they did was just kind of whisper the fucking song. And they just played it really slow. This sucks. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it with such a passion. If anyone from the trailer industry is listening to this, get a new fucking thing. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's not It's mm-hmm. not cute anymore. It's, uh, oh my God. It, what was it, the last one that you heard? I literally just saw one. I, I watched a trailer for uh, that fucking god-awful uh, Zack Snyder Star Wars ripoff on Netflix, uh, Rebel Moon. And there was a T Rex cover in mm. it, and I was just, oh, oh, I hate it. It, it so seems much. like, yeah, it seems like sci-fi movies cop that a lot. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure why. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, it's, I feel it's, like the creator maybe trailer had that in it. It did. It did. Um, it but did. yeah, no, it's ubiquitous. Yeah, for sure. I hate it so much. All right, Homer we're gonna, genius, we're gonna. You mean? 
Mm. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned the <laughs> H word, Kyle, because uh, I owe you an apology. <laughs> there it is. Soak it in for for snickering at you in our last uh, our last episode for uh, your use of the word uh, homogeneous, uh, which is also pronounced uh, homogeneous. Um, and it was brought to my attention that both pronunciations uh, are correct. I so thank I, you, Wesley. That feels good. I apologize to you, and I love you. And oh, I, I would like too. to go on record and say that I do not apologize <laughs> to you because I don't trust some crazy lady I've never met on YouTube that says you can pronounce it any which way you want. I do not apologize to you, Kyle. I stand by the snicker. <laughs> Hashtag mm. stand by the snickers. Snickers. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so uh, to, to oh, your to your point, Justin. Yeah, my my um, I agree with you. Like, I love it when someone puts their own spin on a cover, and I think that like some of the you know all time best are are that. But for me personally, like back to kind of what Wes said about if it resonates with you. Like some sometimes, you know, the first time someone hears a song is a cover version. I know that was the case for me and for, you know, one of my picks where it uh, it maybe didn't do too much different than the original, but you still can't help but love it because it's such a great song and, you know, done justice by by that band. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then yeah. it turns you on to those, you know, those bands, too, or, or you it, it can at least. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. I uh... what about. Uh, does karaoke count? Yes, absolutely, man. If somebody mm-hmm. over at Cowboy I'm Dan's sorry, Bar what? and Grill uh, <laughs> can sing a ripping, <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't count, Kyle. Fuck, man. What is that? Not a cover. That's one individual's live performance of Kyle, a song. In shut their home. up, uh, <laughs> Wes. You can uh, retract your apology. Yeah, take now, back that like. apology, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. The apology more, is, is gone in the res- wind. Rescinded. Yeah. Well, all right. That it was going to be Nate's karaoke cover oh. that was on my list. See, well, see you could maybe, maybe do that as an honorable mention. Apology I'm back just... on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One more question about criteria. Okay. How does how do parodies fit into this category? Oh, that's a cover. Mm. Hmm. Weird Al. Yeah, I don't know. That's a cover, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of with Nate. That's ah. like borderline for me. A parody is not truly a cover. Yeah, I think it's okay to change like a word here and there or or maybe a whole, you know, verse, but um, not having kind of any of the same lyrics. I don't know. That That's an mm. interesting question, Kyle. Okay. Well, in, in my book, no, but uh, do what you feel, Kyle. I'll I'll go on another. Uh, I'll have another question about covers. Uh, I've I've I didn't just start thinking about this like in the last week or two, but like I've thought about like what is the most covered song of all time? And like if you look it mm-hmm. up online, it says like you know Hey Jude is the most covered song of all time or whatever. And then Happy Birthday, Happy Yeah Happy Birthday. What a <laughs> what a fuck what a cop out answer. <laughs> Number one on my list. You know, I look forward to it every year. <laughs> my my mother's rendition of "Happy Birthday" has got to be the best. Uh, no, but like like Christmas songs are all covers, and I've got oh, yeah. like I've got no idea. Like 
who originally sang White Christmas? Who knows? Who originally sang Jingle Bells? Like those are like those aren't like that's not a that's not a cover criteria, right? Like that's just there's just like what is it? It's like uh, open domain. Open domain. Yeah. Here, yeah. here's another one. To, Ro- to royalty free music. Here's mm-hmm. another one. What's the difference between a cover and a standard? Like say that's like a, a jazz it's like standard. Country music thing. Yeah. Like take yeah. five. Well, jazz too, yeah. right? That's uh, what I'm standard. saying. Well, what I, about yeah, a, I, I, I have a zillion versions of summertime mm-hmm. across multiple albums. Yeah. When would those you know. be kind of uh, royalty free? When wouldn't it fall into that no. kind of? No. I don't know. Okay. No, yeah, I don't original know. authors. Country music does that a lot too, right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of like country music standards. Well, so does blues. Like, yeah. what about uh, oh, what yeah. is it? The the hunter or whatever. Like, everybody covers that. Like heavy metal guys cover that shit. Like, yeah. It's uh, hmm. rock rock bands cover it. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do <laughs> it. Keep going, man. I will not. I will. All not. right. All right. Um, I think we've laid the groundwork. Yeah. I think we we know where we stand. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off this time because I'm scared somebody's gonna steal mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh. Uh. The first, my first one uh, was a total no-brainer to me because it was actually the first song uh, that really got me into hardcore, and it was on one of the aforementioned mixtapes that I got when I was in high school. Uh, but Minor Threat, Stepping Stone, total fucking no-brainer for me. Um, uh, originally recorded by a group called the Liverpool Five in uh, 1966. Uh, but depending on what you look up online, it may come up as Paul Revere and the Raiders, who I guess also recorded the song in 1966. But I guess the Liverpool Five actually did it first, or, or I wrote, was, wrote I, it first, but but didn't record it, or something weird like that. I always thought Paul Revere and the Raiders did that. That's a good little tidbit of information. Yeah, I mean, unless my internet sources are wrong, which they could be, but. Uh, Internet's never but, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, this song fucking rips. I love it. Um, I still love it to this day. It might be my favorite Minor Threat song. Um, and weirdly also, I guess, given the path that my career took for a little while, it was one of the uh, first songs where I became aware of production uh, because it sort of starts off very... Uh, trebly with all the bass sucked out like you're basically listening to uh, a tape and then once the fast part kicks in you know you get the full frequency spectrum uh which is pretty rad yeah um but yeah that song rips it's got like a good sort of like oi 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 type chant going on in there as well that makes you want to pump your fist there's a rad fast part um and yeah, Minor Threat, Stepping Stone, fucking awesome song. Right. Rick, we love you. Yep, that's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, and some weird stuff. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever heard the backstory uh, to any of the uh, chitter chatter in that song. They were but, just feeling it for Rick. Yeah, but Rick, we love you, man. Shout Wherever out Rick. You are. Shout out Rick. That's, uh, a, good, that's a good pick. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, let me throw it to you, Kyle. That what one do you didn't cross my mind. Oh, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> <I'll check. laughs> I'm just not here. even not even one, dude. No, I'll, give you, no, I'll give you one. Um, 
covering I Can't Hardly Stand It because that's a Charlie Feathers song. It's sort of like a rockabilly <laughs> early country Charlie Feathers song. A lot of like Cramps did a lot of covers. That was kind of their thing, right? And but I didn't know that was a cover song for a decade or so, a long time. Yeah. And the song's awesome. And I really going back into looking into old country and kind of early rockabilly stuff. And now I'm going full rockabilly. <laughs> rockabilly and you. dungeon synth, man. Yeah. Uh, tough choice. Uh, an eclectic man. Yeah. Kyle, I think those are two potent, tastes potent that would taste get together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you think those you could make that together? happen? We'll mm. never know unless you try. Yeah. Peanut butter and orange juice. All Justin. right, Justin, do it. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how I'm going to follow up with those two terrific picks, but um, I'm going to pick one off of a uh, a split by a um, heavy band. So on a split with Converge and Hellchild called um, mm. Deeper the Wound, Converge yeah, covers Depeche Mode's Clean. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. and um, <clears throat> it was a trip because I was way into like I was way into Depeche Mode before listening to uh, Converge and then when I picked up that split EP it took me like a couple of listens to actually put it two and two together that they were covering Depeche Mode and I thought that that was really awesome that A they were covering Depeche Mode but it was really nice to hear a song that was purely electronic getting covered by musical instruments. And I love that cover and it stands up today. I fucking listen to it on a regular basis. And that was the first song that I kind of thought about. And just like, oh, Ooh, that is one that I have listened to for 20 plus years. And I love it. I absolutely love it. That's so funny. Um, I didn't almost, I actually forgot about that song, but I came really close to, uh, Picking Converge's cover of Disintegration, hmm. uh, which I like a lot. Another S- another awesome. similar vein, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I thought about Clean, uh, Justin. I think I have it on my honorables, but yeah, I agree. It was kind of a cool departure for them. I agree. To tackle that song. It was cool. I I really dug it. I don't know, like, and I don't know <clears throat> if like, not like it changed the way that. I listen to music or anything like that, but I also like, I felt a little bit more psyched on like, on like, Oh shit. Okay. Like these guys listen to other music too. They don't just listen to hardcore and punk and metal and, and extreme music. And I was like, okay, it's all right. It's all right for me to listen to stuff that isn't, um, you know, purely a sub genre of a sub genre. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my first pick. What about you, Nate? Pick, Great pick, Justin. Thanks. Thanks. Wonderful pick, man. Thanks. Thanks. Have you ever heard that cover, Kyle? I haven't. Yeah, no, that's what actually. I thought. <laughs> well, well, I was worried uh, when you called Justin before me because I was real worried he was going to take my first pick. 
And I and, and I actually think that I know what your first pick's gonna be. I'm gonna let you say it, and I'll, I'll go ahead. No, I'm no, curious. No, 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 no. Okay, I, okay. I, no, I want you to say it because I thought about talking about this other pick, and then I'm like, I wonder if this is gonna be Nate's. But go for it. Yeah, I have well, a thought here too, so I'm very. Curious. I know. I, I'm. Right. I'm. Right. Well, I know you, what it is. at this I point, you probably are guessing Metallica. Um, <laughs> but 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 yeah, uh, I mean, really, that whole Garage Days EP is pretty fucking flawless but um for me the weight the song the weight and again it comes back to it's not like they're really doing anything crazy with the cover so it's a killing joke uh song off their uh self-titled debut and um it it is like the original definitely has some synth and like some you know drum actually it's live drums but it has some like synth and stuff which the metallica version does not um but it's just a great kind of um you know, does homage to the original and nails it and then makes kind of certain parts of it heavier. The chorus is just so fucking great. Anyway, first time I heard it, I loved it. Still love it to this day. And then uh, a tidbit about Killing Joke. Uh, you know, I I think the more I was thinking about it, I think Killing Joke is one of the most influential bands, you know, in, in heavy music. Um, they certainly it, were for Nirvana. Yeah. Well, there you go. That, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So the song '80s uh, mm-hmm. was was later on in their career, and they had like uh, some some you know lineup changes. Um, but yeah, that song came out, and then Nirvana did "Come as You Are," and um, I guess Kurt didn't even want to release it as a single because he knew it was you know pretty much a direct ripoff of the song '80s by Killing Joke. But management and whatever were like, no, that's the next best single. They released it, and uh, Killing Joke at the time um, was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine." Uh, and and then I guess later on they they'd kind of grow resent, you know, kind of resentful to some degree. But then it all it was all good. Like later on, in fact, uh, Dave Grohl drummed on um, a Killing Joke album. Uh, anyway, but they've also influenced. I mean, all all the industrial guys, um, for sure, Ministry and Nine Snails. Uh, Faith in the More, which I, I got to drop in. Um, and yeah, lots of the grunge guys, uh, Soundgarden, Nirvana. And anyway, good cover, I, or great cover, I think. And and thanks for not taking it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll t- I'm, just to be all on the up and up here, um, that was not the song I was thinking of. But, uh, but awesome. Right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. All right. Back, back all right. to Wes. Back to me. Uh, this was one that Justin and I were talking about on the phone probably a couple of years ago. I did not know that this was a cover. Um, and Justin educated me on it. Uh, but The Clash, Police on My Back. Um, mm. Fucking awesome song. Uh, and came out in 1980, the Clash version, but the original uh, recorded in 1967 uh, by a band called The Equals. Um, and both are equally good uh, versions of the song. Uh, but the clash, uh, the clash one will always have a special place in my heart. Again, if you made it onto a mixtape when I was in high school, I will fucking love you forever. Um, and this was one of those songs, but super catchy, undeniable chorus. Um, awesome lyrical content. (laughs) (laughs) Unsurmountable. Uh, undeniable, unforgettable. 
but yeah um i thought that and... kyle was um educating you on the pronunciation of uh undeniable <laughs> oh undeniable did i say it incorrectly no it's you a say, completely no, different no, word yes oh, okay <laughs> kyle you just have free reign now to uh correct me on any mispronunciations all right kyle what do you got are we going i'm i got another clash song man oh um, oh poli- i wonder if is it police ahead. and thieves is yep yeah always really stood out to me again yep. so another one of these songs that like i didn't know it was a cover song when i found out it was a cover song it was because Obesity. yeah junior Obesity. marvin that's right the, dude is the original oh, yeah. and so i was having like a phase where i was going through all like the original rockers you know like 70s yep. 80s reggae stuff yeah so it it didn't bring me i was already like going through all that old reggae stuff but then mm-hmm. making that connection from that old, i just thought that was so cool that just made the clash even isn't cooler uh, to me. isn't pressure drop in there as well sure is yeah dude mm-hmm. jimmy yeah. cliff yeah. C- mm-hmm. circa toots and the maytals yeah yep. dude yep that's a yep. great song for sure but i would i would actually argue um the clash version uh, is kind of a notch or two down in my book from the Toots version. Um, whereas Police on My Back and then, um, sorry, what was yours, Kyle? Police and Thieves? Police and Thieves uh, are kind of on par, at least to my ear. Yeah. But um, yeah, Clash had tons of great covers. There was a uh, little side story. I can't, the name of the band slipped my mind. I was I was just thinking of it, but um, I was Sub- on... Sublime covering Toots and the Maytals? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, but it's close. Yeah. Um, I was on, when I was on Warp Tour, there was a band, there was like a ska punk band, and on the stage next to mine, and like halfway through the summer, they started covering Toots. Like huh. every, every day they would cover Pressure Drop and a couple other Toots songs, and that was nice. like the highlight of my day for a couple of weeks because i knew this band was going to come on i just play some toots weirdly i feel like like 30 percent of this podcast has turned into like scott talk but uh yeah those like those like third wave bands like that whole like tempo just is just like wildly annoying yeah but all that other stuff's cool yeah are we gonna talk about any of those pop ghost punk cds does that count? I never really listened to those. Is that like where, like, you know, um, the Ataris would cover like Backstreet Boys and shit? Yeah. Yeah. I never really MXPX would do a Christina Aguilera song. Oh, God. I will say that there is um, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, them covering all those bands, like, very, oh, very, like, fuck. a lot, like, a la, like, all those Pop Goes Punk things. Like, the mm-hmm. pop goes punk things bum me out, but I fuck with me first in the gimme gimme's hard. Like I'm oh, like, I can't believe I like, didn't think of that. Like I I'm can't just believe like, I didn't think of that. Like, yeah. like I love every single one of their albums. Like their their cover of Nothing Compares to You is all time. All That's time. some Santa Cruz skate rat shit. Like <laughs> <that> is, <laughs> what? It first is in the gimme gimme's. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, you just told a story about being on Warp Tour mm-hmm. and you're, not, you're turning mean... your nose up at me first. At no, no, no. That's not me turning my nose. I'm, I'm just saying like that is really like you. You weren't turning your nose down. That's for sure. No, it was right in the middle. It was level nose. <laughs> level nose. <laughs> Indifferent noses. No, they did like um, fuck not. Uh, I'm totally like yeah, blanking. Being on a Santa Cruz skate rat's not a bad thing, man. I just meant it's like real product of the time there. Yeah. Uh, good band. Very good band. Uh, me first in the gimme game. Uh, Justin. We talked a lot about Nirvana. I wanted to uh, say that uh, Sturgill Simpson's cover of In Bloom oh, yeah. is uh, very high up there for me. Hmm. Um, just from. It is a slowed down version of the song. Um, however, it is would really uh, go well in a video game trailer. Uh, I disagree with that because don't it's, don't uh, give them ideas, Kyle. Don't yeah. feed those awful people. Anyways, but I think that it is sonically very uh, uh, it, it's very busy by the end of the song, and I really fucking dig it. I like it a lot. I really got into oh, yeah. Sturgill Simpson. Like, I don't know. There's some bands that or some artists for some reason that like, I feel it's more acceptable for like everybody to be like, Oh yeah, this is actually, this is good. This is good country that you're allowed to listen to. That's new or something like that. And Sturgill Simpson was one of those guys for me. And then when that cover of in bloom came on, when I bought the album, I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I really, (laughs) really enjoy it. I'm back. You dude. Sturgill is Sturgill is great. I'll throw in, I'll throw in an honorable mention right now is his cover of the promise on his first record is also amazing. Hmm. Yes. The promises mm-hmm. as in like, I'm sorry. Yeah. When in Rome. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, Nate. Yeah. Um, no, no real transition here, but uh, my next one is uh, a black Sabbath cover by the band Sepultura. Um, and it's symptom of the universe. Uh, it came out on like all Sabbath covers album in the mid nineties called nativity in black. And there's a few pretty good covers on there, but um, the Sepultura one was noteworthy uh, for a few reasons. But first of which the, uh, their drummer Igor is just like, just like ripping the whole time, just kind of soloing um, pretty insanely uh, throughout parts of it. Um, and then it's, for me, it was, it was definitely a pivotal because I wasn't listening to much death metal at that point and, um, hearing that cover. And then at the end, they're kind of goofing around and I was like, huh, maybe these guys aren't that crazy or whatever. And it opened up my, the door for Sepultura for me, which then kind of opened up to, you know, at the gates and a bunch of other, you know, quote unquote death metal bands. Um, but anyway, if you guys haven't heard that cover, it's, uh, it's. I think all time, uh, re- really good job of kind of upping the ante on, on the first, uh, the, the original. Nice. Yeah. You reminded me of that, uh, Hydra head seven inch series. Uh, yeah. I thought uh, of including, what was it? What was that called? Like black <sighs> on black or black days I... or, or, um, black something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's but... some good ones on there. Um, some, yeah. some, some names will come up maybe later. Yeah. I think I have the cave in one somewhere. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that was rad. That was a really good cover. Uh, cool. All right. Back to me. Uh, last one. Um, this, uh, 
this is one I thought was a cover, but I couldn't be 100% sure. Uh, so I had to look it up and my suspicion was correct. Um, but this is definitely one where the cover song is probably more synonymous with the band that covered it than the original artist uh, in this song, keeping it, <laughs> keeping the Scott talk going. <laughs> uh, awesome. is, yeah, I know. Uh, the specials, uh, Rudy, a message to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, originally uh, done by Dandy Livingstone in 1967, then uh, done by the specials in 1979. Probably like the quintessential like second wave two tone song, probably one of the first songs of that era I ever heard uh, in high school. Um, and a, and a cautionary tale to uh, all you youngsters out there to uh, keep it in your fucking pants. So, Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say it's a, about getting into ska. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, good Lord. Wesley, did you... Did you ever skank? Yeah. Fuck Did yeah, you dude. skank? Skanking's fun, isn't it? Skanking is fun. That's what I'm talking about, man. Fun. If you're looking for yeah. some like entry level fun mm-hmm. to like get into this shit in like a safe like atmosphere, you mm-hmm. can't beat it. Cannot. You can't beat it. And like unless your name's fucking Freddie Madball, none of y'all were fucking born into this shit. And you needed some like gateway, gateway bands, and uh, yeah, I stand by my pick. Yeah, I'm with it. All right, skank it's fun. Skanking is fun. Well, that one landed like a fucking wet fart. Uh, what do you got, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> also, fuck you. Uh, that song's fucking cool. Oh yeah. It, it is. What do you mean? It is. Uh, I love that song. All right. Yeah, dude. Um, so the next one is a little song called Eat It by Weird <laughs> 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 a really important song to me. <laughs> My actual pick was the Nirvana cover of David Bowie, but you made me feel like a dickhead for, for off the top. Uh, Captain Obvious got his dick squashed, yeah. so he went with Weird Al. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, maybe another honor. I just thought of this right now. Um, mm. I'll throw you guys a bone. Oh, my. Uh, talking shit about Coles, but I really like the Led Zeppelin covers that they did. Oh, I, oh, that was one of my honorable dude, mentions, dude. I, me, it's me so too. good. Yeah, it's so good. It's so hard yeah. to find. I I was debating including something that's, that's hard to find, you know. But yeah, every every one of those is me, rad. Because that that's like the only Coles stuff I can go back and listen to now. Mm-hmm. I will listen to those Led Zeppelin covers. And, immigrant it. song is so good yeah 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 well did. and each one of them kind of adds a part or like kind of f's with the song a little bit which i thought was that was a good pick also kyle i i really oh, prefer thank you so much i really prefer <laughs> the uh 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 i really like the out on the tiles because i think that's my favorite led, yeah. zeppelin, led zeppelin song period and them singing that was fucking awesome um for sure 
Uh, that's a tough record to find, man. Yeah. That is a expensive record and it's not on any streaming platforms. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta listen to that record on YouTube or I have a CD of it still, but yeah, that's a good, right. that's, that's a tasty, tasty jam. It's, it's weird. It, it was up on streaming for a while, like, you know, year, years after the release and then, uh, got yanked again, but, um, <laughs> ma- makes sense. Then makes Led sense Zeppelin why. heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Has everybody had three picks? Is it... No, I'm. I'm. Um, my final pick. Yeah. Is drum roll. Um, Caven, which you mentioned, and um, mm. I love Ijaw off of uh, the Bad Brains. Well, it's. I think the only way you could find on streaming is Caven has like a you know a compendium or whatever of B sides and whatever um, that is on streaming services. And uh, the cover can be found there. And it's just such a left field, you know, cover of that song. Um, and fucking so uh, powerful, I, th- I think. And just uh, when the chorus comes in, just, you know, there's kind of a, I don't know, the drums are doing this like galloping thing throughout. And then uh, when the vocals, uh, you know, keep building to the chorus and it hits, it's, uh, yeah, awesome, I think. Anyway, are you guys all familiar with that? Their, their cover of that? Uh, I'm mm. not going to lie. I listened to that song when it came out and never listened to it again. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So you don't, so you didn't care for it? Uh, at the time, yes. I might feel differently now. So, uh, yeah. based on your recommendation, I'll give it another listen. But I, yeah. I remember when that comp came out, uh, was Ignite on that comp? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck, I had that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a badass cop. Um Turmoil does Coptic Times and uh that That's almost right. made the cut for me, but and then it starts it's a weird cop. It starts with Moby doing uh sailing oh, on. Oh yeah, that's right. Which, which is oh, actually pretty good. That's right. And Ignite covered um um Pay to Come, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Who anyway. is gonna the spawn soundtrack? Who's gonna mention that? Mm. Are we well? Let's just do our honorable mentions then. How about that? Okay. So, Kyle, <laughs> honorable mentions, <laughs> right spawn soundtrack. <laughs> spawn, spawn soundtrack is like it's sick. <laughs> um, I also do you guys. I think I sent this around a, a while ago. The there was a tribute to the Misfits. The whole album is pretty cool. Oh, it's called yeah. Violent World. A yep. tribute to the Misfits. One hundred and eight, um, dude. Yeah, that one eight one oh eight covers death comes ripping off of that. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of other cool um a lot of cool cover songs on there. So Dope. Um, that'll be the honorable. I'm I'm gonna fly through mine because I had a bunch of plan B's. Um Seven Seconds, ninety nine red balloons, uh great cover. Uh Sisters of Mercy covering uh Jolene by Dolly Parton. Um Susie and the Banshees, This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us by Sparks. Hmm. Um, and then this one's kind of specific because it's, it's um, they recorded it, but for me particularly, it's a live thing. But um, Ceremony's cover of Pressure's On by Red Sea just tore the fucking house down every time I've seen it. I've never seen kids go as apeshit is when ceremony plays that song live and bonus points for that um 
Because anytime that is on at my house, my wife immediately starts singing uh, Balls on My Back um, <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of Laws on My Back. Uh, so that makes me laugh. Um, otherwise, what I got? Uh, Sid Vicious, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Um, oh, and the Bangles, Bangles, Hazy Shade of Winter. Hell Great yeah. Song. Hell Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Yep. That's great, Wesley. I had lots of plan Bs. <laughs> options. Yeah, I options. That's an excellent list. Cool. Um, what are your honorable mentions, Justin? Um, <clears throat> I got a few that I'll just blaze through right now. Um, in a not heavy uh, music uh, genre. Uh, Towns Van Zant covering Dead Flowers by the Rolling Stones, I think, mm. is better than the Rolling Stones song. Um, and then I have another odd honorable mention, which is Mariachi El Bronx covering Prince. Oh. Um, and they cover uh, I Would Die for You. And it's, I think, um, I, I forget what the album's called. I th- No, it's called. Um, it's called like Dead Music Volume One. They did like a, a double album uh a few years ago, but that huh. cover is fucking awesome. It's incredible. And hmm. it's, I don't think I've heard that. It's great to hear Prince get covered by a mariachi band. And um and then a couple of heavy songs that I really like is Death Covers Painkiller by Judas Priest. Mm. Um, and that is a rad cover. Oh, yeah. As well as mm-hmm. uh In Flames covers Murders in the Room Org by um Paul Diano, um Iron Maiden, pre Bruce Dickinson. Mm-hmm. And that is also a good one. That one's like uh I feel like that one's a tough one to find. It's on I have like I think I have a remastered version of Subterranean. Um, on vinyl and that's where I've heard it but um, you can find it online it's pretty easy to find online but it's great and that's, yeah, uh, those, those are my honorable mentions cool 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 um, mine are another one really hard to find um, and and this maybe shows how uncool I am or whatever but I think this is maybe one of the best cover songs ever uh, or at least in the heavy metal spectrum and it is tools cover of no quarter by led zeppelin um it's kind of like what the coalesce stuff does it it takes the original and then it kind of expands on it it adds on like a whole other kind of outro uh i think it's like 10 or 10 minutes long or something super long um anyway that that's great uh it's definitely on youtube um the other one this one's funny for me because i've never even heard the original I just know it's a cover, and um, it fucking kicks so much ass. Uh, it's At the Gates covering um, Slaughter Lord, and it was on, um, I think it was like a B-side from... Slaughter fucking, of the Soul? Slaughter of the Soul, thank you. So, so um, this is what I thought you were going to say for your first pick. Oh, really? Oh, this, interesting. I, I immediately thought of you when this topic came up and thought of that song. Huh. Yep. Yeah, um, the song is called Legion, um, and man, d- doesn't it kick so much ass? I mean, it's like kind of like perfect cover for them uh, because it kind of does the melodic thing, but then it has these cool like 
shifts to the song and keeps kind of ramping up and um anyway it's great 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 cover song rips yep and again i've never even heard the original i'm just like i don't see how it could be <laughs> better than that thank you uh Thanks, that, yep. that, those are uh, those are my main ones i mean i have a bunch of other uh pony by the band far the the genuine song have you guys heard that? Oh, oh come on man <laughs> i'm serious man it fucking slaps uh <laughs> <laughs> check it out and then uh i'll, I'll end with uh dead souls by uh nine snails uh yeah uh, off, off the, the crow soundtrack the uh, crow soundtrack that's a great one yeah i always like that cover kind of remind me it's it's similar a little to that clean cover it has a similar yeah, vibe for sure but that'll do it for me cool all right good job fellas uh, very eclectic Solid picks. Kyle, do you have an honorable mention? And why did you pick Green Jello's uh, Three Little uh, Pigs? <laughs> because that song really <laughs> opened up my mind to, you know, what what could be done with children's uh, children's tunes, you know? No uh, yeah, no yeah. Cat's Cradle by um, Ugly Kid Joe. Ugh, another rad one. <laughs> solid. Fuck. That's not a solid one. Deep cut, a deep cut. Uh-huh, that was. Things we like and things that we would recommend. Um, I saw a new show on Friday night that I would like to recommend. Um, and it is a show on Showtime uh, called The Curse. Um, it's fucking great. Get on the fucking curse train, my friend. This so is the... Nathan Fielder. Is that his? Yes. Yeah, so here's the deal. Um, it's got Emma Stone, Nathan Fielder, and Benny Safdie. So everybody knows mm. who Emma Stone is. Uh, Nathan Fielder, if you're not familiar, uh, he had the show Nathan for You as well as the rehearsal on HBO. Definitely kind of like awkward dude master. Um, but everything he's done, I've thought was fucking brilliant and benny safty um one half of the safty brothers who directed good time and uncut gems um two movies i like a lot uh and definitely has both the nathan fielder and benny safty vibe going on um you sort of feel like a fly on the wall watching something that you shouldn't be seeing but you absolutely can't look away And uh, the premise is Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone are husband and wife duo who have a show on HGTV to help communities fix up the neighborhood. And Benny Safdie is their piece of shit producer who uh, tries to get them to do nefarious things. And uh, it just gets fucking weirder and weirder from there. So, is it a reality show adjacent like his other shows, Wes? Or nope. is it okay? It's no. all scripted. Yeah, it's all it's all scripted. It's it feels uh, uh, filmed and cinematic, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, with all the uh, accoutrements that go along with that. Um, but yeah, it's fucking great. Highly recommend it. And um, the uh, Cherry Tomato Boys, which you will understand if you watch the first episode and then never think of Cherry Tomatoes the same way ever again. <laughs> All right. What? Yep. Cherry Tomato Boys. You'll see. You will see, dude. <laughs> uh, Kyle will not because he doesn't have cable. I've got, uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even own a TV. 
<laughs> you own a TV. I think I think the easiest you way is uh, uh, if uh, I think you can get Showtime via Paramount. Uh, Did any of you actually have cable? What do you mean cable? Who has cable? Nobody has cable. I cut the cord when I moved to LA, man. I, I haven't had go. cable for a long time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, that's my recommendation. The Curse, uh, one episode in, and uh, I think it's great. So, I like it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah probably I heard that. I really have been liking the Spiritual Cramp record that came out this week. Listen to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, Milo Carpitan. I don't want to say it's like a European folky black metal band. I think I sent hmm. you guys on the thread a little while ago. Awesome. Dope. Cool. So, uh, anywho. Um, I have been listening to um, the Armed, uh, their album Perfect Saviors because you, of you, you, Wesley's you. recommendation, and I can't stop listening to it. Uh, yeah, welcome to the party, my friend. I fucking really, really dig it, man. Can Can I tell you something? Yes. Actually, two things. Number one, I love you. Number two, mm. uh, if you have not gotten into their music videos on YouTube, get into it. Hi, Theo. Hi, Theo. We we saved it for the end this time, just to test if you were listening. Shout out to Theo. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, Justin. Continue. That's it. Uh, all right, Nate. What's your uh, recommendation? Okay, <clears throat> uh, quick album, TV show, and a movie. Um, Ooh. The album um, that I can't stop listening to, and I hate even saying the name of the band because it's kind of a stupid name to me. Hotline TNT is the name of the band. Uh, and the album's called Cartwheel. And it's like, it's, I don't know, like the way I've described it, I think I sent a song to the group. And uh, it's like if Jezu uh, was trying to make normal music or pop music, um, you know, it's got all the elements of, of a, you know, Jezu kind of track, assuming everyone knows who Jezu is. But um, definitely some shoegazy elements as well. And then, you know, cleanish vocals. But um, it's just really cool, like some really cool uh, production and, and songwriting. Um, so that's the album. Uh, the TV show, which Wes is, is n- never going to come around on probably, but uh, the uh, season, I guess, series finale of Loki, um, which the TV, the, the <laughs> season... Fart noise. <laughs> Yeah, don't poo-poo it until you watch it. Um, oh, I tried, dude. No, I no, tried. no, no. I'm not talking about the season. The season was definitely not great, but the season finale was fucking did something different that I thought pretty much, you know, my whole family just sat there like, whoa, fuck, you know, tear, tears in her eyes. Like, it was it was really cool. Um, and then the movie, uh, not as glowing a recommendation, but The Killer, I watched the new David Fincher movie um i think it's worth watching um it's got some really neat uh segments and sections and obviously directed you know great and michael fassbender is a great kind of fit for david fincher i loved it yeah okay yeah i thought it was there there were so many like subtly hilarious things going on that in that movie yeah his interior Uh, dialogue yeah for sure was funny his his commentary was hilarious the song choices that they used it, and almost every cont- every needle drop except one is a smith song which is is pretty hilarious uh but also like wow the rights for that 
could not have been cheap, I would think. But yeah, no idea. But uh, I loved it. Were there wizards in it? No <laughs> wizards, unfortunately. No, but Tilda, uh, Tilda Swinton. It, yeah, she has yeah. a wizardy haircut in it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was great standout scene. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right, great job, guys. Uh, solid covers. We will see you again next month on uh, Pit Warning. Bye. Hey guys. Please, uh, please, please like, subscribe, and recommend to all of your friends. Bye.